holding. Is it a is it sussier is it sussier to be friends with David Dobrik or be friends with the world government? I think uh, you can be friends with the world government, but you can't enable the world government. Like there's a fine line between yeah, they, taking advantage of their protection and being garp. Yeah, but they they bought me a Ferrari though. Yeah, like like Vegapunk, <laughs> he done fucked up. He crossed some lines. But uh, I was, for I was a minute say, there, he was cool. I don't think there is being friends with the uh, world government. There is they let you think you're their friend, while secretly they just use you. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds like David Dobrik. Yeah. Mm, you know, could be said for both of them. David yeah. Dobrik is the world government. Does that make Bartholomew Kuma Josh Peck? Um, ahoy, mateys. Yeah, we're the antibodies. We're here to talk about stuff and things. Mainly chapter eleven hundred, one thousand one hundred and zero, and zero. Yeah, and zero. Uh, not point zero because when you add the decimal point, I guess that means you're doing like extras or specials or whatever, like like uh, Spy Family does. Oh. But whatever, I digress. We're uh, we're One Piece fans today. And most other days. Uh, we being your boy, Matty Spice, currently, uh, currently revving my chainsaw for uh, an act of revenge. Uh, joined by my, my mighty pirate crew. Uh... uh, uh I'm not Hello. creative. You guys introduce yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, tis I, tis I, Alex, the craftsman again. I'm still here. I still have my job. Unfired. Uh, Let's go. In, in their lane, focused, flourishing, hydrated. God, I guess I, I'm I the built. opposite end of that spectrum. I, uh, oh, I, no. lost my, I lost my lead as captain. I had to surrender it to Matt, so... Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I guess I'm now just uh, your your local historian. You know, every the, pirate crew needs one of those. I, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm here to make a. I'm, I, my dream is to make the world's best library. That is. That yeah, is we my we goal. used to have that though. We used to have. That. <laughs> yeah, 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 a whole movie about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's why. That's why I must. Uh, <laughs> I must. I must make it happen again. I must. I must live up to the expectations set before me by my ancestors. God, we are so fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh. Tristan's captaincy was was short lived. It just wasn't working. So we're trying something else, and uh, it's one of those those like talking conch situations. Whoever has the talking conch is the captain, and if they're if they're not fulfilling their duties or whatever, Ooh, uh, I gotta then we pivot. I got I got I got a good idea. Uh, Alex, did you did you get to the point in uh, Scavengers Reign where they they pick the leader for the uh, 
the scavenger crew, the the crew of three. Did you see that part? Yeah, I, yeah. I, and then Piggy I, gets crushed by the boulder. I I've not. I've I, I've got to the part where we've seen how the like three different groups are are interacting with the uh, you know the environment given to them with the tools. So you know we have the the one group that's the science group that's uh, you know actually respecting and like obviously afraid of this fucking terrifying planet, but interested in learning. Um, the other one that's just, you know, concentrated on surviving and like trying to figure out what the fuck is, uh, is if their robot body robot buddy is gaining sentience based off of a, uh, it seems to be like an algae that grows off of, uh, I'm assuming electricity or grows like normal algae does, but has the ability to like integrate with technology which which I is a very interesting concept. Um and then the other one where the uh the guy is becoming a slave to the black ooze and and is doing what humans do and just fucking murdering people to get their fucking fix. Sorry, is this so, just uh, venom? Uh, it's, it's like it's hallucinogenic so, venom. It's it's I I think of it as an animated nature documentary. That's how I think of it cuz this planet is so cool, dude. Like so like, like I'm sure y'all have heard me like gush about like the the made in abyss creatures in world, but this world yes. is amazing. It's, it is really cool. It, but uh, there's a there's a fourth group that ends up coming into the scene, and when this fourth group shows up, it's like three people, and the way they pick their leader is they all like huddle up, and then they just sit there and hyperventilate until they pass out one at a time, and then whoever's the last one standing gets to be the leader. <laughs> And I, I think we I, should know, adopt that practice. You know what? I, I respect that actually. <laughs> I, I respect that. It's it's so it's so dumb. Nobody really gets hurt for like long term. You know, we all we all have minor brain damage. So you know, like brain damage is cool when it's self inflicted. Yeah, brain damage is cool when I can become a cyborg and get it fixed. <laughs> oh, speaking of being a cyborg and getting things fixed, One Piece chapter one hundred one thousand one hundred and zero really wanted to say 1111 someday <laughs> uh we get soon. some yeah we get some spicy reveals we get some context and it feels as though we are getting close to the end of the flashbacks which is very exciting for me starting off a1 page one front and center we uh i don't know if it's really a reveal i'm sure plenty of motherfuckers knew this already but we get a we get admiral kizaru and I guess his last name is Borsalino. Kind of fucking sick. You know, um, <clears throat> Kizaru is kind of sick. And then I remember he has no backbone. No, yeah, like he's... He's a dog. But he doesn't have that dog in him. Exactly. He's not, a, he's not the dog like Garp's the dog. Garp is the dog that has that dog in him, but the dog in him is also whipped. <laughs> so it's an unfortunate set of circumstances given uh, all the D's. But I don't know. I digress. They basically drop us in right away following the previous chapter uh, with the ominous ending with Saturn kind of plotting to himself uh, mischievously in the throne room. In this case, basically, he sends Kizaru and speaks through him with a transponder snail, basically laying down the law, saying, like, you can do all this shit to Kuma, but it's it's all going to be fucked. It's not good. It's not proper. 
um, or you can do all this shit for Kuma. It's all fucked. It's not proper. We're going to basically make him pay with his life. Vegapunk gets indignant, and in the end, Kuma accepts the conditions himself, all the way down to completely losing his free will, which Vegapunk equates to basically, you know, him being told to kill the man. Which it is. Yeah. The uh, the silver lining, of course, being that not only is Bonnie going to get cured, but Kuma does get to spend his last days with her while she's being treated. It It is very convenient, or I suppose inconvenient, for uh, Kuma that the timelines basically line up perfectly for when he loses his sentience and when she will be allowed out in the sunlight. So, basically, he will never get to see her himself when she's fully cured and, you know, carefree or unburdened. It's big, mega sad, but, you know, he smiles with tears in his eyes because he's a crybaby hero. We get... Uh, uh, I I just want to say... I just want to say, God, I love modern shonen. I love all our crybaby heroes. It's it's so much better than what we had in like the early two thousands, where every single main character was always yes, they had their issues. None of them were perfect, but when it came to like conflict and everything, they were always you know a one confident, ready to rumble. And in this case, we we get some vulnerability from our. Subject, I just want to I say, suppose. shout out to the original Cryboy hero, Shinji. Let's go. <laughs> fair. That's very fair. It, it, is, it is nice because, you know, emotions are real and everybody has them. So yeah, it makes sense this for is, heroes to have them as well. Actually, it's funny. I think this is a direct callback to uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion because they're saying, get the robot in you, Shinji. To Bartholomew Kuma. Ooh, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, there's there's a little girl on the sidelines getting hurt, and <laughs> the options there, and you can't really refuse it. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Put the robot in you, Kuma, or Asuka will have to pilot the mecha again. I mean, or Bonnie will have the disease again. <laughs> and and Seraphim are just angels. <laughs> you know, so I can see it's just made from people. Yeah, which that's all angels are. They're just you know other types of humanities that could have existed. I'm all for it. As far as events go, there's not really a whole heck of a lot more after that. We basically get you know a cute little graphic of uh, everybody eating pizza together. Uh, everybody being like Kuma, Bonnie, Egghead. Uh, Kizaru and uh, Sentamaru, which I feel like this has to be some sort of foreshadowing for where uh, potentially Kizaru letting Egghead escape, even though he's supposed to be assassinating him. He fucking um, better, dude. He did. He did the Nika dance. He better. Yeah. Uh, I I think uh, if I remember correctly, there was also some stuff that happened on Sabbaty. Where Sentamaru and Kizaru like saw Bonnie briefly and had like a couple of like little one-liners that were just kind of like, do they know each other? And I feel like that's all kind of been confirmed now. Yeah, 
And like now that we've had Sentimaru turn against the world government to try and help Vegapunk, I feel like, you know, it logically makes sense that the next step up in the ladder in terms of betrayal against betrayal. Fuck the it's world not going to it's not going to be Kizaru, though. It's not going to be him. He already said he is simply a cog in the. Machine. So you're they saying you're saying it'll, it'll be it'll be it's going to be, be Fujitora. Member. I'm sorry. What was that last part? Oh, I, I was saying it, it'd be Fujitora that of the admirals that are going to betray the uh, the world government. That's true. And he's the red herring. It makes sense for him to betray the world government because he's on the <laughs> but also he's a blind old man. Like, is that is that ableism? Uh, more of a. I don't think his hockey lets him see just how bad <laughs> the atrocities are. Look, he's he's better Daredevil. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> if Daredevil used a sword instead of baton, he uses he uses a less cool sword. His his baton staff is less cool than a sword. Yeah. The only other thing I have of note is uh, they introduce CP nine Alpha at the very end. As like, uh, oh, you better not come back to ever check on Bonnie. But is that not just what's her face from Water Seven? That's what I was thinking. But no, it's not not her. I was I was thinking it was uh, one of the fucking uh, clones of uh, Whitebeard Kid's mom, whatever her name is. Hmm. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just feeling uh, like the clones are. I feel like the clones have been here and. They're they've been rolling out, especially because her name's Alpha. That's not a name, bro. That's a that's a robotic unit. That's a scientific project name. I mean, that's that's fair. Oh, yeah, I said okay. I got it. I got it. It was CP eight, not CP nine. So yeah, probably just a different person entirely. I yeah. still feel like uh, there might be some resemblance to uh, the CP nine girl whose name I cannot think of at the moment. I can't just say Califa, but yeah, I don't that. think that makes me think of fucking Califla from Dragon Ball Z, which <laughs> is Kale and Kefla fused together into the monster lady that's kind of nice with it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she's a Broly analog, but with like titties. <laughs> Listen, you're not going to get any flack for monster girl <laughs> love here. And that's why I love you guys. <laughs> Yeah, but no, that that really wraps up the the nitty gritty of it. Now we can kind of just what? Why you're missing two pages? Who fucking cares about those two pages? (laughs) We see all the warlords. (laughs) Fucking half of them are dead or in prison. Who cares? I just also wanted to say Moria does look mildly terrifying in his like. He looks more scary there than he did at all in Thriller Bark. Yeah, is he is he like not dead? You know, I'm so fucking confused because I'm behind on the anime but not far enough behind on the anime that I feel like I'd be missing something as big as that. I mean, Absalom's dead, right? Yeah. Cuz yeah, cuz Shiryu has the clear clear fruit and we know Moria saw the Blackbeard pirates and they essentially threatened his life, but they also said like you can join us or die. And Moria is a bit of a bit of a coward. Hmm. I feel like he would have joined. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if he died, we would have 
been shown that somebody else on the Blackbeard crew has his power now, and we haven't seen that yet. So I think he's probably still around. Yeah, and and then uh, Kuma's pulling up to Windmill Village. Fuck is Windmill Village? It's fucking like Nami's hometown. Oh shit! Yeah, y'all, I need a map. <laughs> Just give me a big old one piece map so I can figure out where the fuck everything is. I wish they existed. I have yet to yet to see one. There's like mini maps of like where islands are next to other islands, but there's no like globe. God. One piece is a flat earth. I'd shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it is 2D. God, Oda I mean, has the I chance mean, to do the funniest thing of all time. God, what if what if that's really the grand line? Is it's just the uh it's the edge of the map, you know? <laughs> that just keeps everybody inside. The the walls of the Grand Line are the North and South Pole. Then there's something about like a pair of moons underneath the flat Earth. I don't fucking know. Those are the those are the no, lamps. Yeah, never mind, never mind. The, yeah, the, the those are the desk lamps. The sun and the moon are attached, and they rotate above the Earth. That yeah, they do the the yin yang the yin yang thing. Yeah, the Earth is held up on pillars. Obviously. Yeah, see. I- even just trying to envision this in the One Piece world really proves how fucking stupid flat Earth theory is. So I propose a new theory. The One Piece world's actually on the back of a giant sea king, which in turn is on the back of another gianter sea king, and it just sea kings all the way down. Okay, what that if- that that makes more sense. That makes why does that make more sense than it being <laughs> than it being flat? Oh my gosh. My theory, my theory for the One Piece world, it it's really just like an an, an insulated fish tank, right? It's, it's really just like one of those fish tanks, and it's just on on a person's desk, and they they dropped in some sea monkeys, <laughs> and uh, and a little bit of like the Foo Fighters stand in with the sea monkeys, and this is this is where we're at. Wait, I fuck! I just realized Tristan doesn't know who Foo Fighters is. <laughs> Can it's you a, believe that the sea monkeys really advanced to a point where they developed war? I can, yeah. With all that being said, do we have any kind of predictions for where we think the manga is going? Uh, Wait, maybe? Matt, what's your theory about the world? What's your you crazy theory? It's held up by oh. pillars, yeah. Oh, your flat earth pillars, okay. okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, just like the real world, one piece is also held up by the pillars that God himself created on obviously. whatever day. We here at Anybody's Productions would like to apologize for this momentary interruption. We got off track during recording. It's no good place to cut back in smoothly. Instead, please enjoy these lovely tunes provided by the Kaguya-sama Season 1 OST. But yeah, back uh, back to One Piece theories. Nothing direct with with what Kuma's doing in the East Blue. I literally have no fucking idea. I do think that uh, we're gonna get magic again because we we had the uh, the one girl in Baroque Works that used magic, and I feel like that that teleportation circle was definitely magic. So I think after the science arc, we're going to get like like a magic arc because that's one of the the few things we haven't really one of the few like genre things we haven't really covered yet. This story. Yes. Yeah, what, yeah. what what kind of what kind of magic setting though? 
Like yeah, because we got a little bit of a taste with the weather wizards from Nami. Yeah, but they but they so, were using science for that though. They're using science to create the clouds and you know create storms mm, and all that. Fair, yeah. They're just you know drippy. Oh, uh, yeah. If if I had to put like a time on it or setting, um, probably would it be weird for Elbath? Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is uh, if we're talking like high fantasy settings, where we've got yeah, yeah, it, it would probably most most likely be a high fantasy. I, f- uh, I feel like Elbath's the place to have it. Yeah, and since you know we're going to Elbath, all the the you know the three billion bounty boys are all going to Elbath. I don't care what anybody says. Kid's still alive for sure. Mm, He's coming back. Mm, okay. If if kid if kid doesn't come back, I'll shave off all my hair. Hmm. Uh, that sounds harsh, but you're the one that said it, so uh, you know. Yep. I guess we don't really have a choice. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll hold you down and shave your head if it happens, or if it doesn't happen. Sorry. It's all right. I got I got at least five months until we get to. <laughs> <laughs> I got at least five months. No, next chapter is going to come out, and it's going to have a reminder like. Kid is very, very dead. <laughs> I'll I'll post the I'll post the bald pick in the Discord. <laughs> then y'all got any theories? I'm not sure. Being uh being shown Nami's village kind of threw me for a loop because I was like, this is this is like pretty wrapped up. Like this could be the end of the uh, end of the flashback, but at the same time we might see them going in the village and seeing what's going on with that. And, uh, cause I feel like at this point, you know, Arlong's group is not there cause Arlong should still be a part of Jim crew. So no, Arlong would be there cause Jim Bay's already a warlord. So he made the deal to free Arlong. Yeah. This is right. Oh, after, that's true. This is right mm-hmm. after Jim Bay gets knocked off by ACE. Yeah, so this is like oh, yeah. probably like right right around after Arlong took over. It's like that's what what that's what I'm assuming he's going there for is talking to Arlong, but I feel yeah. like I feel like if he's going to go talk to Arlong or Arlong's crew, he might be talking to other previous slaves. And maybe he's trying to come up with some sort of plan for Mary Mary Trois. Just because, like, you know, we do have that, that bit where the Revolution Army does kind of crash the Reverie. So maybe if they he's getting some inside intel before that event. Other than that, uh, I don't really know. That's actually not the worst thought process. I like that. Just because, like uh, you know, with, uh, what, what was it, Tiger Fisher... Jimbe, Arlong, they all have the brand, so you can't tell mm. whoever was a slave, but if he's like, yo, I used to be a slave too, I'm sure they would kind of open up a bit to him and be like, oh yeah, like, you know, this is what we saw, what we experienced, these are the ones to watch out for, yada yada. Here's uh, how we got out of there. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah, because Kuma does obviously like keep in contact with the revolutionaries, you know, because does go back there after he's a robot yeah yeah because even even up until the point where he gets fully automated it seems like he's still kind of 
has some plans, like even, you know, for example, when he sent uh, all the straw hats off to the specific islands to train him up, you know, it sounds like he's still kind of fighting back against the the world government in his own way. Can't stop the can't stop the fight, man. Can't stop the fight against these these fucks. How about you, Matt? What you got? What you uh, cooking? As far as like Meshugana happening in the East Blue, I I can't really think of anything, honestly. But as far as predictions going forward, I think yeah. he might be in for uh, for a little bit of a doozy. I mean, Elbaf is next. That's all well and good. But uh, I don't know. I just looking at this map that you guys link, we're probably in for some spiciness in like that gap between Sphinx Island and uh, Lodestar Island. And that's probably not going to be for like months, but whatever. That's, well, where, also, that's, that's where Laugh probably is. Well, it says Laugh Tale's right after Lodestar Island. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious because like, I don't really know how much this map is accurate for anything after Egghead. Because it also shows that Thriller, it says like Thriller Bark above Elbaf, and I'm kind of like, what, what is that? And uh, Hachinosu Island, I don't well, really remember that ever being a thing. Thriller Bark was the it was a ship. island. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was a, it was a whole, whole ass ship. Yeah, it was Mario's yeah. ship. So if he's part of the Blackbeard Pirates, allegedly, potentially, whatever, or Most likely. whatever then it's possible Thriller Bark is in the is somewhere in the New World. I mean, sure. But yeah, it's it does seem like a lot of it is just kind of maybe built off assumptions. I know, I just feel like it's hard to say something's past something in the ocean cuz like much like in space like directions really don't have like past or forth, you know. Yeah, like if you have a course plotted, it makes sense. That there's like a flow of travel, but yeah. But if it was just like, you know, if it was actually just past Lodestar Island, somebody would have like landed there after Roger or before, right? Yeah, Sphinx Island is going to be the place where they do high fantasy, but it's not going to be like castles and shit. It's going to be like, no, no, it's going to be Elbeth because we got to get our Vikings. We got to do our Vikings, and we have to have our Shanks meeting. Like before we do the final stuff, because we Blackbeard and uh, Emu are for sure like the last ones are fighting. We're not fighting Shanks last. True. What if Shanks is actually going to be the tenth member all along? Of the Blackbeard band, Pirates? Band... No, Luffy's crew. Uh, <laughs> he That'd gives up his. He gives up everything to to help Luffy accomplish his dreams. I kind of want it to be Katakuri. Uh, okay. That would actually be pretty dope, but uh, I don't. Uh, their powers are too similar. Can't can't see it. Yeah, I, I can't about see it. Bellamy. That would actually make me cry. That would make me cry so much. Bellamy You're redemption arc. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 pure. Who are Bonclay? The twist from initially being like, "Oh, pirate dreams are dumb." And then Luffy goes to Sky Island and Blackbeard shit happens. And then Bellamy has his whole, uh, okay, maybe some pirates are cool. And then he finds out some pirates fucking suck. And then now yeah, he's he here does. and he decides the dreams of pirates are what I live for. Specifically Luffy's. No, that, I mean, that actually, that'd be pretty nice, actually. I don't know. It'd be kind of like, 
good feels, good vibes, but kind of low impact in terms of like the contribution he'd be able to have against some of the quality of enemies we're getting into. <laughs> it's like hey, who knows? He might have been, he might have improved his hockey a lot. Uh, spring powers are cool, but <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah. Damn. If any, if if anybody's actually really joining, it'll be Vivi when they when they rescue her. Let's let's be for reals. Would actually be kind of down for that. That'd be that'd be kind of nice, full circle. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. Because like, Vivi's got to come back at some point. Uh, yeah, especially because she's yeah. with what Wapple right now, and yeah, she's with Wapple and Morgans. Yeah. And obviously, like Emu wants her for for some reason. For some reason, Emu wants wants the Vivi, probably because she looks like the Lily. Yeah. Yeah. What a twist! <laughs> what a twist! The two I, the two double I names look almost <laughs> identical. Well, we're just gonna get a whole thing, just like fucking uh, Mermaid Princess is like a reincarnation. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to get a bunch of reincarnations and shit. And it's going to be highly annoying, probably. It kind of seems like the ancient weapons require kind of like a reincarnation. Because it seems like with Shirahoshi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crybaby princess. Yeah. Because they had one of the ancient weapons down at Fishman Island. And it looks like it's supposed to be pulled by Sea Kings, which can only be communicated with by her because she has the the special innate talent that only comes around once every like hundred thousand years or whatever it is. Yeah, it, she is the weapon. Yeah. Well, maybe not. No, necessarily. she is the she, weapon. She is the weapon because the, the the that giant ship was meant for Joy Boy to take all the fishmen up after he succeeded. Mm, yeah, then, you're then, right. Yeah, yeah. She she be the weapon, which was pretty, which was pretty, pretty lit. To be honest, I mean, she can control all sea kings. That's actually insane. Sea kings are very scary for normal citizens, which most of the world is. They are not all big, strong pirates. Yeah, yeah. and then we've got Momonosuke who can communicate with the elephant of Zhao. Yeah. And then I wonder if there's other big, uh, big mammals that walk around. There had to have been. Like we have, we have whales the size of islands, and like Matt, Matt and Tristan, I'm sure, sure y'all know this. Like whales and dolphins are like not like solely aquatic uh, evolutionary mammals. They like came Can back. That's yeah. true. So like. They're, they they had to have come to from like some giant ass wolves, which had to have hunted like even bigger ass prey. You know, that's true. Saying, but but then again, maybe that's my brain working too hard again. This is just one piece, and milk can regrow teeth. Which are, you would be, that, are you saying that milk can't regrow teeth in real life? I'm saying the benefits of milk were more than likely, possibly, greatly exaggerated for just profit are you telling me that big milk lied to me yeah how, if if how i if i am that would be some are, big news 
or a company with a vested interest in selling their product, how could you expect that they would potentially lie about what their product does or maybe exaggerate about the benefits of their product to sell more of it? That would be unethical. So they don't even really got milk? All I have to say is for those got milk, milk mustache ads we all saw for 15, 20 years, there was no actual company attached. It's like how we were were sponsored by water. Nobody fucking owns the concept of water. You know? (laughs) Nestle's trying really hard. They literally cannot own the concept of water. They they well, cannot yeah. own own it. No, like, I'm telling you guys. I, I what are they going to charge a fucking? Are they going to the contract? John John C. Water is the guy <laughs> that I signed the contract with. He sponsors yeah. us. Yeah, John 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 C. Water the third actually and that's owns not the, the letter anybody. C. By the way, it's S E A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, like nobody like milk. I don't even think you can own the concept of of milk because, like, are you are you telling me you're going to go out into like a mother wolf's den and be like, "Hey, I see you're feeding your pups there." Unfortunately, That's every sip milk of now. milk your pup, yeah, every sip of every sip of milk your pups take is going to be five cents. And then, <laughs> no, I just I just, 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 just look. I just kick those pups away and I just suckle on all the teats <laughs> at one time because it's all my milk. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I mean, I guess you can do that, and then every other wolf in the the pack will just kill you, and then no one owns milk. No, again. no, no they they're not allowed they to. It's yeah, they're not allowed. allowed. It's my milk. You know what? I think I think we need to go out right now and check the patents on water and milk, and see when they <laughs> expire. And we need to buy up those patents. I'm very We're, confident John C. Water still has the patent to water. Well, at some point, at some point, he's going to lose his patent, and that's when we swoop in. And then anybody that uses water for any reason whatsoever, (laughs) we sue all of them. That's the secret. Yep you you heard us, wildlife animals. Every sip you take, you owe us five cents. Five cents on the ounce. That's that's what we're charging. That's take. I'll be watching you. You think we're going to let the ocean stay the ocean? No, we're going to bottle the whole thing. Salt water and all. And we're going we to change it, it to... And it's no longer going to be the seven seas of the world. It's going to be the one sea. Because that's they're just one, really. Like, nothing's actually separating them. We're gonna take I, the I, whole there was no joke here. And we're going to tip it over sideways to pour all the water out. Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna remove the south and west pillar. <laughs> it's gonna be one giant water slide. Sorry for what's about to happen, Australia, because they're always in the bottom right. <laughs> Wait, that means they get the full water slide, <laughs> right? Water yeah, slide right yeah, off the, the face of the earth. No, no, no. The 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 red line will will catch them. Oh, okay. We'll just have we'll have minimal spillage. It'll be like a it'll be like a water park slide, you know. <laughs> like some of the, some of the water goes out goes out onto the you know whatever we're on top of, but you know, there it'll, it'll come it'll get refiltered in back through Australia because it is the world's toilet, and you know back into normal society from there. 
Sorry to our to our confirmed one. Yeah, sorry to our one confirmed Australian listener. (laughs) (laughs) Based on analytics, so sorry, sorry that you live there. I did shit my pants in your country, so oh no, I feel bad. I was eleven, bro. I was eleven, and you just left it there. No, I tried to clean it in my hotel bathroom with two kids that I'd hardly talked to on on the trip. And then I was uh, ostracized from the remaining group activities for a week because well, yeah, I was because, I was the kid that that shit their pants because thou shat your pants for you know on that note I think yeah <laughs> maybe we start to wind things down before we get a little too comfortable. <laughs> Don't forget um, to bring a buddy and uh, always use the bathroom before you set out yeah. to sea. Yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Anybody's Podcast. All the editing was done by Alex, me, and all of our contact links for us and our buddies over at Craft Fox Boutique can be found down in the show notes. But most importantly, take care, stay hydrated, and we'll see you all next time, buddies. Bye.